Hello my friends and welcome to this, another episode of the I Meditate podcast. Today we're going to be looking at the I Meditate approach to three paths to self-knowledge, self-understanding. And why is self-knowledge? Why is knowing who we are truly important in a modern day world? Looking forward to sharing this one with you. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a brew and enjoy. Here's Rob Chapman. Chapman, Chapman, Chapman. Hey friends, how you doing? Good to have you back, good to speak to you again. I am looking forward to sharing this with you today and before I go any further, I know that you're going to say, but Rob, you changed the name again. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about what's been going on. Over the last 12 months especially, I've been really focusing in, getting advice and guidance from coaches and all sorts to, to really hone and focus what I do and to give it an identity and to give it a name. And part of, part of this podcast journey, for those who've started from the beginning, is you've seen that happening where the name has changed the focus changes a little bit this year it all came together it's all come together and we are now running this is the i meditate podcast i meditate is what i do and it's about equipping people with the tools to manage and take control of their own mental well-being it's about helping people in the moment when they're dealing with anxiety and stress and then giving them the tools to, to maintain that inner peace, that calm and that clarity that makes life better. So that's what I meditate about. That's what the new name is. And that is the name that will stick with this podcast. You can hold me accountable to that one. In fact, I insist you do. Anyway, today I want to look at self-knowledge. Self-knowledge, the three paths mostly used within I meditate combined to help people get a greater understanding of who they are, access their inner resources, and start to shape life to make it the way they want, which is why self-knowledge is so important. But I'm gonna go back, self-knowledge is, knowing thyself has been an integral part of humanity for as long as we know. Whether it's the Eastern yogic practices or the great work of the Western mystery tradition that self-realization and we come all the way up to now we have things like self-actualization like westernized dumbed down version of the same thing it's part of who we are wanting to know who we are wanting to know our purpose and in greece the the oracle of delphi above the door as you went in to see the oracle it was carved know thyself interestingly enough if you're a fan of the film the matrix series the trilogy or however many i've lost track i think there's a new one on the way it appears when Neo goes to see the Oracle. If you watch carefully in her kitchen above the door, there's some words carved, know thyself. But why? Why should, we, why should we take the time and start upon that journey? Well, think of it like this. You've just met a person. You don't know who they are. You've, you've never spoken to them before. You've just met them and you've got to buy them a gift. Now, the likelihood of you buying them something that would enrich their life or mean something to them is pretty slim. The likelihood is you just go and get what you thought would make them happy. And when we first meet someone, we do not know what makes them happy, what they like, who they are. On the other hand, think of your best friend. I mean, you've, you've probably shared many good and wonderful, challenging times 
together and with that person, you know, gone through thick and thin, as they say. You've talked through their problems with them. You've talked about their hopes, their dreams with them. And you have a real good under idea and understanding of what, what you feel would make life good for them. What makes them happy? What helps them relax? What motivates them? Or, you know, hopefully you have that kind of connection also with your partner, the person you're spending your life with. The thing is, because you listen, because you've explored life with that friend or that partner, because you know them, you're able to make the right choices to support their happiness. You know what to say when they're feeling down. You know that if they're working towards a goal and they've lost heart, you, you know what to do. We have a pretty good idea of what will help get them back on track. And this is why self-knowledge and knowing thyself is so important. Entering into a relationship with yourself listening to that inner voice you see from birth onwards we're bombarded with people's opinions people's ideas media selling us this selling us that you're not a proper person if you don't do this you should be doing that blah 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 peer pressure and we tend to end up living our lives partly if not largely based on what other people feel and think we should be doing even schools certainly as i went through school it wasn't really, let's listen to the child and really focus on what they're good at. It's like local industries, factories and offices. Let's make sure they can get a job in them or a shop. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't, what do you want to do? In fact, for me, I wanted to, I wanted to go and do theatre studies and go on to do theatre school. And they told me I would be better um, learning to type. Because typing is just as satisfying as getting up on a stage and performing. <laughs> However, I ignored all that and spent a large part of my life performing. But you see what I mean. We are moulded and shaped. And quite often, especially once we get to like our 30s, we start thinking, oh, there's got to be something more to life than this. What am I missing? Get to your 40s and that frustration, that kind of looking for something else can really start growing. And the only way you answer that, that call, that what is it I'm meant to be doing, is through self-knowledge. And through self-understanding, knowing and listening to who we are, become aware of what really makes us happy, what fulfills us, what brings us joy. And that allows us then to make the correct and right, proper decisions in life that are in your true interest, that will lead you closer to that fulfilled and happy life. So often we think that buying stuff or going out and having some beers and getting drunk or going and eating a nice meal, that makes us happy. And for a brief moment, it does. A lot of that's distraction. Distract myself from life because life's crap. So I'll do this thing and for a while I'll forget about the other crap, like my job, which I don't like and blah, 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 blah. And it doesn't last, which means you need to go do more of it. And that's always a problem depending on how you're hiding the stuff you're not happy with whereas with self-knowledge you can see the things that are making you happy the people that are making you happy through self-knowledge you get a sense of what really fulfills you what really enriches your life and then you, you really can make decisions that are in your best interest and what's more when you're not happy with life self-knowledge allows you to understand what is going on for you 
It enlightens, shines a light on where you want to be. It gives you access to the resources that you need to live that authentic life. Because the beauty of the journey of self-knowledge is as well as learning who we are, what we are, and what we what really, really want to be doing, also allows us to access the unconscious mind. Because that's where those desires, those wants lie. That's where they're at. But it's also where all the resources you have and need to make changes, to transform things, exist also. And also the greatest resource you have is accessed through the paths to self-knowledge, which is imagination. Imagination is where you learn. It's where you create. And through the three paths of self-knowledge, you can not just access that inner world. You can access the most powerful tool we have as human beings. The ability to imagine. The ability to create. Yet, you know, so many of us make choices and choose things for ourselves without this knowledge. We treat ourselves like the stranger that I spoke about, who we just met, buying ourselves things and doing things that kind of think may benefit us be good for us, and yet we're actually just guessing. Or even worse, we're just hiding, we're masking, we're distracting ourselves. Because the life we've created isn't the life we want to be living. And I wonder how much more joy and fulfilment you can get from life if you knew yourself like you knew your partner or your best friend. If I was to ask you now to sit down and write three things down that truly fulfill you, truly enrich your life, or three things that you've done that truly have made life amazing for you, and then write three things that you think make you happy, I wonder if they're the same thing. Moving forward, within I Meditate, Obviously, I Meditate came out of a meditation group originally. I was working as a therapist, but also uh, taught meditation and done retreats and stuff for many years. And it slowly evolved and become something where I realized that the, the three core techniques that we use in I Meditate are all very similar. They're all very similar. And within them are the keys to mental well-being inner peace, clarity on what you want to do in life. They're the keys to removing the obstacles and blocks that hold you back, the limiting thinking that you've picked up or that's been put upon you or you've put upon yourself that stops you from being who you truly are. And the first thing I want to say is that self-knowledge does not happen overnight. I've met so many people who go, oh yeah, no, I don't need to do any more self-discovery. I, I know who I am. I know what I'm about. Oh, Please, 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 the day you stop learning, you die, okay? Um, it's a lifelong pursuit. You don't know who you are because, well, this is why, because you're not the person you were yesterday. You're not facing the same challenges yesterday as you do today. You're certainly not the same person you were a week ago. And this isn't just mentally, this is on a biological level. You are literally not the same person. In fact, nothing of the person you were 10 years ago now exists. 
Every cell of your body has replaced itself in that time. You are not the same person you were 10 years ago. Your needs, your happiness, your desire change. All things change. So when, say in your 20s, you liked abseiling and mountain climbing and kind of extreme sports stuff, and you're out doing it, and that made you feel alive, that made you feel excited about life. When you're 65, then maybe some nice walking in the mountains, a little bit of climbing, but you're not the same person you were. There will be physically things at 65 you can't do that you could when you were 20. Equally, the things that excite you and make you feel good, your priorities in that will change throughout life, depending at what stage in life you're at. So self-knowledge is, is a wonderful journey that never ends. It's always something new to learn. And that in itself is exciting. Secondly, self-knowledge is not about understanding the reasons why you have certain problems. It's not about understanding why you have anxiety, why you have stress, or why you have depression. There are people, and I've seen clients, who have spent 10 years plus analyzing through therapists and counselors and psychotherapists their, their problems. I have anxiety. I had it when I was 11 because the dog died in front of me being hit by a combine harvester. It went everywhere. Since then, I've had anxiety. Sorry for the grim analogy. It's the first thing that popped into my head. Um, <laughs> so, okay, you know that this started when you saw the dog die horribly. You know, that's great. And you really know the process that happens that makes that anxiety build again. That's wonderful. Do you still have the anxiety? Yes. You've been looking in the wrong place, have you not? If you find that you've been trying to understand the root cause of your problem, but you still have your problem, all you've done is teach yourself to have that problem really well. That's no good for no one. And that's not what self-knowledge is about. That's knowledge of a problem. That's knowledge of triggers and causes and it's not a knowledge of you. A knowledge of you will teach you what you need to feel better, what you need to feel happier. Maybe, you know, many people, like I say, have spent their lives and thousands of pounds trying to understanding of their problem. And that's not the way forward. The way forward is through self-knowledge. You know, you can... I can understand the mechanics of my car and why it doesn't work. I can't fix it, you know. If, if, if the, I don't know, piston ring cracks, I can know what that is. I can know what the piston ring does, what the piston does. I can do this, that, and the other. I can even know what caused that piston ring to crack, but I can't fix it. That knowledge is useless. The knowledge of me knowing that that's useless the knowledge of me knowing that actually what I need to do to fix this, to make life better, is to find somebody that can do that for me. That's useful. That's 
I guess more focusing on the solutions, but solutions that come through self-knowledge, informed by what will make you happier, what will make life better for you. And that time spent focusing on you, who you are developing, that self-knowledge will lead you to the things that will make you happier will bring you more joy, more fulfilment, and through the realisation of that, you'll also realise how to make those things happen. You'll notice and start looking for the people that make life good for you, rather than just hanging around with whoever, because they're about. You'll start looking at your job and going, do you know what? This isn't what I want to do. And you'll know that you can make those moves towards changing that only thing that will ever stop you being fully you is you. No one else. No one else. I'll let you into a secret. No one else cares. No one else cares. 90% of the time, people are only thinking about themselves. Another 9%, 9.9% of the time, they're just thinking about friends, loved ones. Like less than 1% of the time is anybody else thinking or worrying about you. Unless they bump into you, and then for a brief moment you're part of their world, and then we're gone again. We get lost in our own world. And there are many ways, and I'm not saying these are the, 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 the only ways. There are many ways that lead to self-knowledge. But the three that I'm going to look at are the three main areas that I teach and use within I Meditate. And, you know, if you drop into the I Meditate group, uh, the, the meditation group, you'll see people have found them really beneficial that these do change lives. They do just make such a difference. So path number one, meditation. First of all, personal bugbear. I'm going to have a, I'm having a little, a little soapbox moment. Why is it? And you can check this out. You Google med go on Google images, put in meditation, right? You'll see lots of people wearing skin-tight, I mean, sportswear, sitting cross-legged with their hands kind of all zen. Or you'll see them in idyllic kind of mountain paradises, looking all kind of holier than thou. And, and you know, you can do meditation sat on the toilet. You do not have to... You can do it on a park bench. You can do it in a roundabout island or whatever you call them in the middle of Milton Keynes. You can you can meditate anywhere. You do not need to wear those fancy clothes. You do not need to look so slender and slim that if the wind blew, you'd be toppled off the mountain you're cross-legged on. You can meditate anywhere and you can meditate. You can actually meditate. You do it already. It's just the difference between doing it unconsciously and consciously that you have to learn and you know it's a tried and tested method of coming into a greater awareness of i've got off my soapbox so who we are by it creates that inner space to sit to relax to observe and what's going on for us and there's a wonderful expression i like it's kind of peeling back the layers of the onion skin the more that we observe, the more we witness, the deeper the understanding and insight we gain into who we are. Think about it. I mean, would you have got to know your best friend half as well if you just talked at them all the time? If every time you met your best friend, all you did was talk and they never got a word in edgeways? The likelihood is they wouldn't be your best friend for a start. 
When we meditate, we learn to not shut up, not to silence that constant chatter. That's thoughts, that's thinking. And as a human being, you think. It's one of the things we do. The only time you stop thinking is when you're dead. Now, that is not a state that I encourage anybody to rush towards any quicker than they have to. So when we meditate, we learn to sit with ourselves and to listen to that which is within. We, we turn within. I say you'll never silence your mind. However, I'm sure you know somebody. Or maybe there was a teacher at school who had, I'm just going to say it, we all know that one person who could talk about the most interesting thing and make it dull. We've all met them, we all know them. And you find yourself there and as much as you want to listen because you don't want to appear rude, a couple of minutes into their conversation, your mind is elsewhere. You're thinking of something completely different and you don't hear what they're saying. We've all done it. We've all done it. When it comes to meditation, that constant chatter of the mind, that's, that's that friend, that's that person. What we're after is just that ability, which you already have, to just ignore. You're not silencing. You're not doing anything. You're ignoring. I'm sure you've got really involved in something you're interested in to the point where somebody says something and it doesn't disturb you. Same thing. Same thing. So focused that whatever else is going on doesn't disturb you. That's all you want. That's all you're after in meditation. I say that's all. That sounds like it could be really difficult, but when I started I meditate, I promised people I'd find ways that would get them past those blocks. And just realising that you don't have to. The amount of people who give up meditation because they're stressing that they can't silence their mind. The only way you're going to silence your mind is put a gun to your head. Forget it. No one tells you. All you have to do is just get so into what you're doing that you don't pay any attention to your thoughts. It's still going to be there, but it just don't disturb you. And once you get past that chatter, then you start to witness. Then you start to see what's really going on for you. You can be with emotion. You can be with situations. You can be with yourself and just listen to how you're feeling, how you're being. Through guided meditation as well, the journey of self-inquiry and discovery is, is a wonderful, wonderful path to take. And if you are interested, obviously, in learning meditation, then I, you can join the I Meditate Facebook group. Facebook group. I'm saying it too quick there. Facebook group where, I mean, there are live sessions every week. There's over now a hundred hours of past classes. And I promise you, if you sit in the unit section there, if you sit down and do the first 10 lessons that are in the unit one, you'll be meditating. You'll be feeling the benefits of this. I promise you, there are people in the group who, when they started, said, I can't meditate. I'll give it one last go. And they're still with me a year on now because they learned they can. It's not as difficult as everyone makes it out. And let's face it, if I tell you it's really difficult, if I tell you, you know, it's going to take a long time for this, call me a cynic, but you're going to have to keep coming back to me and paying me more money to learn to meditate, are you not? 
I didn't want I meditate to be like that. Everyone should know how to be able to go within, to settle, to calm, to let go and benefit from that physically and mentally. It's not just a mental thing. Life improves when we meditate. So if you're interested in that, you can join I Meditate. It's facebook.com forward slash I Meditate UK or just jump on the website www.imeditate.org.uk and you'll find it there. It'd be great to see you. It's always wonderful when new people come in and the purpose of that group is still to teach. I was originally a million people to meditate, but actually I quite like the idea of a billion. I think a billion people meditating would benefit the world. So be one of them. Join the group and it's a great group. It's real community sense and this stuff goes on every day there's it's great it's great anyway I'm, I'm, I'm getting carried away with that one let's jump back on to path two now path two is hypnosis firstly whatever you probably have thought hypnosis is whatever you may have watched or witnessed it's probably not correct it's not some weird power people still believe this people i, I remember going to a shop to buy something the lady said oh, sorry i can't i know what you do for a job i can't look you in the eye I mean, absolute, absolute ridiculousness, really. But people do. And it's not a strange power. It's a natural ability you have, again, to focus within, to relax. And in that state, the imagination becomes more alert, more powerful. And you can access your resources. You can make changes to your thinking and learn stuff quickly. New ways of thinking being new habits, good habits. The understanding over hypnosis is, let's say, is, it really has changed over the, over the many many years, um, from like mind control and evil hypnotists trying to you know get his hand over your bank details. It can't happen. <laughs> if you were hypnotised and I said, "What is your pin number?" Because <clears throat> all hypnotists talk like that, obviously. If I said that to you, you could open an eye up and tell me to get lost. Probably not that politely. Um, it doesn't happen, you know. But hypnosis is a wonderful tool. It gives you, as, as the subject, as the, as the person going through hypnosis, it gives you a lot of the benefits that meditation gives you. Except, whereas meditation, it can take weeks or months to get to really deep levels of relaxation. With hypnosis, you can be deeply, I mean, like a ragdoll relaxed, within minutes. Within under a minute, sometimes. So you've got the relaxation element of it. That's a benefit. And you also have the inner focus. And the hypnotist is just a guide who helps and walks beside you as you navigate the wonderful inner world of your unconscious mind. Now, it's been proven to be really effective with areas such as anxiety, stress, dealing with limited beliefs that hold us back and provides real results, quantifiable results that it changes lives. It's also a wonderful and powerful tool for self-discovery. And what's more, with, with hypnosis, you can remove the blocks and obstacles that get in your way of self-knowledge, as well as then find the resources and learning within you to help you achieve what you want to achieve, to be the person you want to be, to live as yourself. Um, for example, um, a couple of years back, I was at a festival and there was a guy waiting whilst his wife and his children had their faces painted uh, by my partner, Fee, actually. She, she works as part of a, uh, an amazing team of body artists. And uh, the Excitables, I'll give them a shout out, actually, there is. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, 
so there, there, and he comes up to me. I was there with the Hypno Temple, which is my way of connecting with people when, when I'm out and about. And he, <laughs> he said, what's this hypnosis about then? Uh, and I said, well, I'll tell you what, rather than chat to you about it, I'll, I'll show you if you like. And he, he was up for that. And so I asked him, is, you know, is there, is there something in your life you would like to be better at, something you'd like to improve? And he said that he'd been playing guitar since he was a teenager and for ages, for like at least 10 years, he didn't feel like he'd improved. It hadn't got any better and he wanted to get better. He wanted to improve his playing. And so I asked him, was there an area in his life where he was like really good, like the best that he could be? And he said, well, my work, he said, I've just been promoted. I've just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really good at what I do. I'm really good at my job. And so I offered to him the fact that that part of him that's really good at his job could probably teach that guitar part of him something that would help his guitar playing improve. Because obviously the work job part of him knew something that the guitar playing part didn't that allowed him to be really good at his work but average and not improving with the guitar. So I guided him into that state of relaxation and in a focus and asked very simply for that part that knows how to be really good at something to teach that part that plays guitar whatever it needed to know to start moving his guitar playing forward. And he was there for a couple of minutes and uh, all of a sudden, he just opened an eye. He was like, bloody hell. I said, what? He said, it would help if I practiced, would it not? The thing is, he'd started playing when he was a teenager. He'd got into work and then he'd got himself a partner. Then he'd got kids. And he'd got his job and he was doing well at his job. And he'd pick the guitar up from time to time when friends came round for a bit of a jam, that kind of thing. But he had stopped putting proper time and effort in, stopped doing real practice. Now, that might seem an obvious thing, but for him, it was unknown. It was an unhidden. It was a little bit of that self-knowledge that was lacking. And he was so chuffed. He was so chuffed that he, he disappeared about half an hour later. He turned up. He brought me a nice pint from, from the real ale tent. He said, I don't know what you drink, but here's, here's a pint. He said, That's, he said, it sounds silly, but that's going to make a huge difference he said i've been looking for something to do to to wind down on the day off i'm going to start putting an hour of practice in a day um so that level of you know self-knowledge it helps improve our lives it helps us do the things we want to do it helps us do them well it helps us know what that thing is we want to be doing and hypnosis is a great way not just for dealing with things like anxiety and stress, but for going on a journey of self-discovery, of self-knowledge. The third and final path that I'm going to talk about, if maybe, is self-hypnosis. And yes, it is possible and easy to learn how to use the power of hypnosis for yourself. And for somebody, especially in a modern day world, as, as meditation takes time and practice, self-hypnosis is quicker to pick up, quicker to get benefits from you can get into deep relaxation quite quickly with self-hypnosis you can take control of your thinking your emotions there's a lot of things you can do with self-hypnosis including learn about who you are learn about who you want to be learn about the things that make you happy you can manage stress you can build confidence and anxiety get over anxiety all the way through to that personal inquiry and the state of hypnosis is like that of hypnosis. 
probably not that different from the state of meditation, other than you are guiding the ship. In meditation, we're, we're not necessarily going anywhere. We're just observing. In hypnosis, you've got a guide, somebody walking beside you. In self-hypnosis, you steer the ship. Now, there are always going to be certain things that are definitely better that you go and see a therapist for. They're going to help and you'll probably get the results you want quicker. However, when it comes to self-knowledge and understanding self-hypnosis, is a wonderful method, wonderful path to take. What's more, it's a way of getting into relaxation, um, as I said, a lot quicker than when you practice meditation. But you still get the same mental and physical benefits as you do with hypnosis. With self-hypnosis, you set up your session with the intent purpose and through any of several different techniques, you can then start to uncover who you truly are. You can even communicate with your unconscious mind. Your unconscious mind, your conscious mind, that logical problem-solving part of you is, is about 10% of who you are. The true you, your hopes, your dreams, your fears, lies in your unconscious. And with self-hypnosis, you can safely communicate with that, gain understanding, make changes, and make life good. When I teach self-hypnosis, it's wonderful that people that do it and then keep doing it get back and say, Rob, this has changed my life. This changes my life. Because the beauty with hypnosis and self-hypnosis is there's a way of thinking behind it. And once you grasp that way of thinking, both from a level of self-inquiry and just a way of approaching life, it does make a difference. Just, just that knowledge in itself. So with self-hypnosis, you can start to uncover what motivates you, what excites you, what makes you happy. And the beauty is you can also start tuning your mind into those things. So your mind stops focusing on what's rubbish about life. It stops focusing on the job you don't like and starts focusing, oh, I could, if I started reading a bit and maybe then I could do a course and then, oh, then I could, then I could actually maybe apply for that job that actually I'd really rather be doing. You get what I'm saying, yeah? Self-hypnosis is a powerful tool for self-knowledge, but then shaping ourselves, letting go of the dross, letting go of the conditioning and, and becoming truly who we are. And if the idea of exploring your inner reality through self-hypnosis interests you, then um, this month I'm running a self-hypnosis weekend teaching you everything you need to know. And that's on the 20th and 21st. However, check on the website www.imeditate.org.uk for the classes. You'll see the workshops and classes there because it's a popular course and I'll be running it probably again before the year is out if you cannot make this one. So the three paths to self-knowledge put you in control of your mental well-being. They enrich life through personal self-discovery. Quite often, that which we consciously think makes us happy it's not the same as what the unconscious mind knows will make us happy. With these tools and techniques, you can awaken your life to more joy, more fulfillment and more peace. Now, I'm going to drop in a fourth. It's a fourth one. It draws on aspects of it, but there's also, as well as the three paths with I Meditate, I'm going to start teaching the Yoga of the West, which is a spiritual life practice that aims not just to bring self-knowledge, but to bring us into a state of of, of unity, of oneness, of with, with the higher self, however you perceive that, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whether you just see it, that it's just connecting with the, that part of you, which is the very best of you. 
however you see that. It's a path that it certainly takes dedication, but it does awaken uh, us to the creativity and the beauty of, of life and, and the, the mechanics of the universe, mechanization of existence. You can find out about that on the website also, the I Meditate website. This has been a joy today. I've really enjoyed exploring this with you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna end this as I always end it. Listen, my friend, if any of this resonates with you, you want to talk about it more, get in touch. If you are struggling, if you need help, if you need support, if you're stressing, if you're worried, if you're living in fear with anxiety, if there is any way I can help you get in touch. How do I get in touch, I hear you say. How do I get in touch, Rob? Well, listen, it's like this. You can call me. Yeah. 07800 799 578. If you're outside the UK, take the zero off. Put 44 at the beginning. You can email me, rob at robchapman.org.uk. You can find me via the website, www.imeditate.org.uk or www.robchapman.org.uk. So you can email and find me on Facebook. Find the I Meditate, I Meditate forward, forward slash I Meditate UK Facebook. Reach out, don't struggle. No one should have to struggle. I Meditate and the work I do is there to better lives. It's there to help people. I can help you and reach out. You know, even if it's just a text, text me, phone me, email me. Don't be a stranger. Don't struggle when you don't have to. Anyway, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to cold coffee because <laughs> I haven't been drinking whilst I've been doing this. So I'm going to go and make myself a nice warm brew. You take care. You after yourself. It's so good to, to share this with you. Much love, many blessings. And I'll speak to you again at the next chance we get. Take care. Bye-bye.